0: there, Stacy Maynard here. Don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success. So welcome, Bob.
1: Thank you, welcome. Thank you, Stacy, for having me. I'm excited to so be all, here. So all
0: the pre-staff was just our, you know, nannering back and forth or whatever, but it was really interesting because Bob and I were here at the, on the same place mm-hmm. at Staples today and we were mm-hmm. just having a conversation about how business coaches are different from personal coaches mm-hmm. and how, unfortunately, the word coach is very overused mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. and how, what's different? Why are people no longer liking the word coach? Mm-hmm. And what do you consider yourself? Because you didn't want to use the word coach when someone asked you your title. Yeah. Um, and then we we're like, well, our personal coaches, the coaches, our business coaches, and what does that look like? So, yeah. Go.
1: I think, you know, one of the discussions this is a great discussion because one of the rants that I often have is I, I think the word coach has been overused. And I think when we go back to the definition or I, I always gonna I always say my definition, what my interpretation of coach is is you're really that person that helps someone get somewhere. You don't do it for them. A consultant, which is what I define myself as, is, is we're no nonsense. When I work with somebody, I don't wait for them to dream it up. I say, Okay, based on what you've given me, this is our data, this is what we're going to do. And I think the word coach gets so overused because uh, I think when people are looking for help, whether it's business, life, et cetera, they're looking for that person to support them. And I think coach and support is synonymous with one another. The challenge though is, and again, this is my own personal rant, I I don't know how supportive you can be if you want someone to have transformation. I mean, how much can you, with respect, coddle somebody before they can actually achieve that realization on their own. Otherwise what you're doing, you're doing the work for them. So I hate that word. I shouldn't say hate. I, I hope my kids don't say hate. I dislike the word coach because I, I think it lacks real definition. And then, you know, Stacey, let's get into how coach is used in different iterations. So there's business coach. You just said personal coach. There's life coach. There's sex coach. There's parenting coach. There's now divorce coach, right? And I think each of those different elements require a different level of servicing. And this is just me being an old curmudgeon. No, but,
0: no, but you're absolutely right. right. The, you know, what I'm going to look for in a life coach mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I want someone to support me. I want Mm -hmm. somebody to understand. I want maybe a little bit of coddling. Mm -hmm. I'll be Mm -hmm. completely honest. That's fine. Um, You know, I want them to help me come to that realization on my own. Mm -hmm. But when I'm talking business and I specifically sought out in mm-hmm. my own um, life, I sought out a business coach that was not in that, did not coddle. Mm-hmm. I want you to give me the facts. Mm-hmm. I want you to call me on my stuff. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me I'm not doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. I want you to call me out when I'm, you know, didn't do my homework or, mm-hmm. you know, didn't do what I said I was going to do from an accountability perspective, mm-hmm. but also give me some true strategies. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to give me a pat on the back and say, yay, good job. Yeah. Good job. You get a gold star.
1: See, it's interesting because that's the coach you and I grew up with in terms of sports, right? When you did any kind of sports, you know, when I grew up, coaches didn't call you. They said, you got to, you know, there wasn't a participation trophy. You did the work and you were rewarded accordingly. And that's again, where I struggle with this Again, my own belief of the word coach being overused is everybody feels like they're going to call themselves a coach because it's, easily, it's easy for people to interpret. But what you're forgetting is exactly what you just said. Not everyone knows that they need or don't need a coach. They just hear coach and they're like, yeah, I think I need help with that. But again, it really depends. But then
0: depends. What, what is the, what's a coach? Yeah. And, right. and I guess the, the challenge is, is that there's no, because there's no definition, there's yeah. no need, yeah. people don't feel a need to go get any sort of certification. And, and I always look yeah. at that, you know, do you actually have some sort of credentials mm-hmm. that kind of, you can label yourself, yourself as a coach. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, because now we get into all kinds of different terminologies and yeah. sayings and all of that kind of stuff. And I know mm. when I was first going down the road of titles and I know you and I just had a big discussion <laughs> about titles and I hate titles, by the way. I call them labels. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I hate titles. I hate business names. It's like, yeah. just tell me what you do in very yeah. straight, simple language. And I've said that before on the show as well,
1: mm.
0: especially when you're talking about, you know, people put out these weird things in their LinkedIn profile because they want to stand out online and yeah. they want to be really funky and cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. can you just tell me what you do so that yeah. I understand how to refer you or whether I need your business Right. and you right. can solve my problem. Yeah. But I, when I went down the road, I called myself a social media coach for mm-hmm. many years. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. And, yeah. and I didn't, I I just threw the word coach in there because everybody else was doing it. So I got on the bandwagon and um, I quickly realized that it didn't have any definition. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean? Do you consult with people? Do you help mm-hmm. them with strategy? Do you train mm-hmm. them? Do you do it for them? Mm-hmm. Like nobody understood what that meant. So yeah. I realized the ambiguity of the word yeah. was actually more confusing than we even realized even in today's world.
1: And not even just to the potential clients that we see, but even to organizers. You, Stacey, you are on a ton of stages and I imagine when you when you are requ- are asked to participate, if you were to tell them you're, you're a coach, they're, they're probably going to be like, yeah, but we have seven or eight coaches that, you know, what makes you different? Right. And so I think it, it really comes down to what is the outcome that you're trying to achieve. The other thing that you touched on, which I really want to rant about is this idea of certification.
0: I love rants.
1: I love Well, and so here's my thing. So I went to U of T and I got a great degree. It's beautiful. It hangs in my basement and I've got another Humber degree. It's also very pretty. In fact, it's a bit more gold and it also hangs in my basement.
0: But equally as pretty.
1: It's equally as pretty. Right? I have one of those. It's well. all about it's the v- fonts. It's so pretty. The it's fonts the fun- are yeah. so nice. But Really, what it comes down to is what did I accomplish? So when I hear these coaches that say I'm a certified coach, you probably aware of this. I could get an MBA online in Australia in five weeks. To me, certifications don't have the same application that they used to. It's what, what can you do? What have you accomplished? And I think when you're looking for someone in a coaching scenario or a consulting perspective, I think... When when you approach someone to get a result, your first question shouldn't be, are they a coach and if they're certified? Your first question should be have they been through this before? Here's another rant I'm gonna give you. I struggle with personal trainers who have never been fat. Personal trainers who have always been in shape, who have always competed, who have done, they've never gone through a transformation. When I show up with my big belly, I know the first thing is they're like, I'm gonna fix that. You know, and it's like, no, because it's not about my belly, it's what's in my head. Right, and so the personal trainers that have gone through transformation, they get that. They don't tell me, Bob, you've got to lift ten more weights, lift ten more weights. They stop and they say, "What is holding you back? Why do you feel this right. way?" Or, you know, Bob, I remember when I was where you are, and this is, you know, it's that relationship. It's that, you know, that relatability. Is that relatability? It's that relatability and, and, and you that's know what? Important.
0: I I think that is more important, especially yeah. when it comes to the business perspective. Absolutely if you can meet with somebody and you can help, you know what? I've been there. Right. I know what it's like right. to be in your shoes. Right. This is what I did. Right. Let me help you fast right. track it. Right. So that you don't have to go through all that. And I do agree with you from a personal training perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I want to, I want to, Deal with the person that understands right. all of the stuff I've gone through, not just from a textbook.
1: Right. And so that's why I struggle with this, the whole conversation we're having is that's why I struggle with this label of coach. Because when, when I, someone says to me that they're a coach, I don't care. I want to know what they've accomplished and I what have they done. I, I don't. Well, it, you know, and I don't mean to be rude. No, but it's I hate true. even people label me as a coach. And I'm just like, if you want to, what you call me doesn't matter. It's what you get out of our relationship that matters. So I've had clients say, yeah, Bob is my um, entrepreneurship coach. Bob is my social media coach. I really don't care what I want them to tell people is when I worked with Bob, I did this and I accomplished this. That's all I care about. Right. So I think now, you know, because of the and now I'm going to go ranting on online marketers because of the prevalence of online marketers. Coaching seems like anybody can do it. Somebody who works full time at Wendy's and, you know, at night, like, how can I make a side hustle? I know I'm going to be a coach on how to make burgers. I'm going to be a burger coach.
0: Or they're going to be a social media coach because they posted something on Instagram (laughs) and it went viral or they had 500 likes. That's true. Now they understand the strategy behind the platform and now they're going to coach people. They're going
1: to coach you. And it's like, no, you have to, you know, here's another thing that that I always talk about is certainly if if you feel like you have expertise in something and you, fine. But until you fail at something, until you've really failed at something, I don't know that you can even call yourself a coach. When someone who says, Bob, I built three successful businesses, I've sold them all and made millions of dollars. I want to know, yeah, but did you ever not have food in your fridge? Right. That's the one, I, because they're going to know how not to go back to that, Yeah, right? So again, coach to me is an irrelevant term. It's more about outcome-based. And that's why Absolutely. like you and I were just talking when you say to people that I'm a LinkedIn specialist, that makes sense to me. When, when Stacy says to me, Bob, I'm a LinkedIn specialist, that's exactly what I need. I need someone who can help me understand it. If you were to say I'm a LinkedIn coach, I don't know what that means. Are you going to exactly. help me take great are you gonna pictures? Help me or are
0: you going to help me or are you going to help me realize it on my own?
1: Right, right. And at the end of the day, as we're, I'm trying to say here, it really is all labels.
0: Yeah. Well, right. it's funny when I go, um, cause I also do podcast training as well. Yes. And the two things I say is I've had a failed podcast yes. and I've had a successful podcast Yeah. and I've learned more from my failed podcast yes. than yeah. I have from my successful. And as soon as I tell people I had a failed one, they yeah. go, Oh, okay. So you get it. Yeah. I know what not to do, and yeah. I know what I did wrong. Yeah, and I'm going to help you. Yeah, um, and I tell people literally all the things I did wrong. Yeah. I know how I know why it failed. Yeah, and that's why the second one was a success because yeah. I kind of had the experience. And I'm not proud of the fact that I have a failed one, but yeah. it's a fact, and I learned a ton from it.
1: Oh man, I put my failed business on my LinkedIn. It literally <laughs> is there. People are like, "How come you were in this business for a year?" And I was like, "Cause it failed." In <laughs> fact, I'm that. thinking about updating it to say, "This business," and then I failed. failed. That's it, and because it's, I think, really important for people to understand. It goes back to relatability. Yeah, exactly. People need to understand that I've been when where they've been, and I understand where they understand. The fact that the you know that I'm a coach shouldn't even matter to them. So this thing that no, people but you've around, been there,
0: you've done yeah, that, you yeah, failed at it, yeah. therefore you understand. Hundred percent. It's all good.
1: So. So what is that then? Is that I'm an expert. I'm a kid, like I think, you know, the yeah, I not,
0: don't I don't love the word expert okay. because I don't think anyone can be a true expert. Fair. Um, you know, Fair. 100% because I mean even I look at all the different social media platforms. I yeah. mean, you know, I do a lot of training and I've been doing this LinkedIn thing forever, but I still have a hard time with that word because there's so much to know about it.
1: I love, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So I'm going to challenge you now. So here's why I like the word expert and I like saying, and I'm an expert because to me, again, everything we talk about Stacey is always relative. You're smarter than me, but it's always relative. So (laughs) to me, when I talk about what an expert is, an expert isn't somebody that knows everything. An expert is somebody that knows if they don't know something, where to find the answer. So you know, when people say, well, I'm not an expert because I don't know everything. That's great. All they want to know is if you don't know the answer, do you know where to get the answer? Right. And that's how I define expertise. Right. It, I kind of like that
0: definition. That really. And I'm so. I'm going to steal
1: that. I'm gonna, well, it's because you are an expert. Like uh, this happened the other day. People, anyone can go on LinkedIn and look it up. I had a LinkedIn question and I only tagged two people out of my 10,000 people network. And you were one of them because to me, you are a LinkedIn expert. But again, let's go back. It's all labels. You well, know that's it's, it's exactly. all labels, but it's
0: all label yeah I, but exactly. when I hear
1: someone say I'm not an expert it's like okay but if if you didn't know the answer do you know where to get the answer that's all it is absolutely like, post right? it on LinkedIn I'm just kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but I I but that's why I think yeah. it's really important and this is where I laugh about um different people who do the same thing mm-hmm. and they go "Ooh, they're a competitor oh I hate that word and I'm like as soon as somebody walks in the room and they're like, Oh, I do LinkedIn or Facebook Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. Instagram or whatever, social media and stuff like that. I Mm -hmm. immediately run to them and go, Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to meet you. I love getting to know people who do the same thing that I do. Yeah. Exactly. For that reason, I want to build a community of resource. Right. So if I don't know the answer, I know where to go or I know if I'm not able to do it. um, I have like the three or four people that I know who specialize in LinkedIn in Mm -hmm. the city, Mm -hmm. immediately DMing them, you know, are you able to do this? Can you connect with this person? Are you taking on new clients and speaking engagement, whatever that case may be. And that point of
1: view, that mindset's important because I think when you stop looking at them as competitors and you look at them as colleagues, which is what you're doing, you have an immense greater chance of success. The reason why I believe that I have two theories that I believe, number one, when you look at the population of the world, there is more than enough business for all of us. Absolutely. Right? We can be happy and thriving on five to 10 clients. We don't need 30 billion clients. But the other aspect is people who fear other people who do what they do tell me or I see that they don't have a niche and they don't have a target market. They're like, I do LinkedIn. Oh, what do you do on LinkedIn? I teach people LinkedIn who do you teach people who need LinkedIn? Like, you know, when people, when I see that, when they're like, Bob, I don't want to talk to Stacy because she's a competitor that tells me that you're not so sure in your skills and so sure in your niche and your target market that maybe you should work on that. Exactly. Don't worry about Stacy and what she's doing. Worry about what you're so good at. That when you when you talk to Stacy, Stacy be like, "Yeah, I don't want that market." Uh, you know, if I don't know if this is your market, but if someone came and said, "Stacy, I help network marketers succeed on LinkedIn," and you might say, "Well, I work with large organizations, so when I get a network marketer, I'd love to refer you."
0: And it's just the collaboration piece, right? And I think that's that's really interesting the way that you said that because that's another part of my whole link for success philosophy that I actually didn't think about, and that was linking to them for the success of your business, but link to competitors, because you know what, you do need to know other people who do the same thing that you do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Absolutely. All right. I think we are done ranting for the day. Thank Uh, you. Thank you so much. Uh, Bob, how do people get a hold of you? They can find me on LinkedIn. I
1: love my LinkedIn profile. So just search up Bob Minhas. And apparently
0: we can see a failed business, which I think is awesome. I love that by the way. Absolutely. absolutely. You know what, let's play a
1: contest. I'm going to ask them because I have like 30 Previous experiences there. <laughs> I'm gonna ask them to find the one that's the failed one and send me a that. message. Yeah. Okay,
0: so you have to go follow him on LinkedIn. Absolutely. I love it. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to have you join the conversation over on social media. You can follow me at socially And remember when your comments to use hashtag link for success And remember, don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success.